Kia ora everybody, what's up? Uh, good morning for this Tuesday, March 31st. I'm joined by uh, John from foodbox.co.nz. How are you, my friend? Good morning. Yeah, beautiful day in New Zealand. Uh, you're in isolation. You haven't been into your business in two weeks. You've pivoted in the last couple of days and you've got a crazy, crazy kind of world going on right now. So in a nutshell, for an alien who's just maybe tuned in, uh, what's your name, where are you from, and, and what's your business? Yeah, my name is John Stokes. I um, uh, was the owner of a, uh, a food delivery company to the food service, uh, restaurants, cafes and the like. Um, but last week uh, on Wednesday in New Zealand, um, uh, our Prime Minister has uh, stopped all of that business. So no restaurants, no, um, no cafes. So our business died in a minute of that phone call uh, or that announcement. Um, and we have pivoted into a home delivery business. Um, we were extremely lucky. It was, a, it was very much a, a fluke that we had purchased a, a very small home delivery business in November um, called foodbox.co.nz. And so within minutes, we have now transferred all the staff and uh, everything and turned ourselves from a, a restaurant delivery business to a home delivery business. <laughs> And you've been stuck in a room for the last seven days. Yeah. So, yeah, the side story to that is I, uh, I flew back. I actually deal with the international side of the, the, the produce company, which is the restaurant type of business. Um, I flew back last week from Samoa, so I got uh, put in isolation. Um, so, yeah, hence I'm stuck. I'm actually uh, sitting in bed where I've pretty much sat for the last nine days. Uh, yeah, no shave, no nothing, just going from... Crazy call to crazy thing. I mean, I'm I I I've got no idea what's going on visually from my business point of view, um, you know, and it's uh, it's been really actually quite quite stressful um, operating from a prison cell. My family are feeding me, um, you know, opening the door and sliding through food three times a day, which is nice room service. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been an interesting business uh, journey, which I guess we're we're going to dive into. So. Restaurants got smoked. Yeah. What was the moment you realized you had to pivot? Did you think it was done burgers or did you, were you like, wait a second, we've still got a, we're a central service. There's a, there's a play here. Talk me through the headspace of, cause that's such a massive pivot, right? Like, and yeah. fast and quick. And, and obviously just looking at you and I can bring up, um, bring up the website. So this is it here, foodbox.co.nz. Um, a central service operating during the lockdown. So you, yeah. Got this built, designed, done, process, back end, the whole entire thing in the last seven days while you've been essentially <laughs> in a prison cell. Yeah. Look, we, I, I, certainly I can't claim any of the glory of that. Um, but in a nutshell, yes. Uh, we were lucky that it was already an existing business. So we bought it in November, as I said. Um, we pulled it across to um, where our facility is in, in November. And, you know, as an example, um, a week ago we did 200 orders and it had eight staff. Um, well, the call last night is we're going to do 35,000 orders. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so, Dude. Um, so the yeah. good news is no, you're actually probably hiring. Yeah, we are. Yeah, well. I'm I'm in theory uh, full on trying to find a bigger building and you know and of course you know you got to realize the business dynamics of it um, 
we've got to find a space that can pick and packs in such huge quantities and yeah. and yet we know it's only going to go for a window and then you know hopefully uh, you know sooner rather than later our restaurant business opens up and we'll hopefully have some retention but you know it's uh you're fighting every sort of like urge to 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 push too hard um um with the with the counter argument that you know that in a while the business isn't going to be isn't going to be there so some of the things that i guess for for your viewers and listeners um to 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 take them through this journey is so Jacinda, our PM, announces that no food service, uh, that's it. So we had, I don't know, let's say between two and $500,000 worth of stock in our building ready for super, uh, for restaurants. So, you know, goat curd, baby kale leaves, all those sorts of things. And yet in a, a part of our building, we had this small little delivery, uh, you know, home delivery business that suddenly, uh, you know, we're trying to deal with that at the same time. So... Um, we made the right call to shut down the produce company, uh, which is the restaurant business for, for the lockdown period, throw all the staff at the uh, home service business, which is obviously, you know, it keeps some jobs. It's obviously that's great. Um, but, you know, we're having to figure out, you know, different product lines, different suppliers, um, all the pressure that the computer uh, goes through. Um, we have had 35,000 you know, individual users on the computer within, you know, four or five days. Um, so the the food box service was originally, you know, customizable. So you could get, um, you know, you could pick and choose. Um, it had quite a nice feature that it told you through, I guess, tech algorithms, um, uh, here's what we think you would like this week, and then you could customize it. Well, within two days, we realized that that service uh, that couldn't work so you know we had 400 people on at a time trying to customize the computer system so we've basically just gone into um a standardized boxing um so there's a an order for you know there's an, an option for two people or for four people or for you know family of six and we've thrown in a vegetarian option and so as my wife says you get what you get and you don't get upset um so, <laughs> So that's kind of the model where we're trying to spit it out. So, um, yeah, within a week, all those pressures, of course, you know, unfortunately, all the restaurant trade, um, there's going to be a lot of um, casualties, we, we yep. suspect, you know, trying to get money um, from all those guys who unfortunately have been told they don't have a business the next day. Uh, so, you know, you've got that whole mindset going of your existing business, which you've, you know, been involved in for 20 years, um, isn't there as it is today hmm. and now we've got this brand new exciting business um whilst managing it in some ways from a bed which i really don't know um what's happening <laughs> with with a perfect t-shirt that says i'm having a bad hair day <laughs> it's yeah, so good there you go broccoli <laughs> having a bad hair day. broccoli so yeah, um uh, ben stanton was just asking uh how how did you ramp up awareness in the market that quickly so so seven days you've been in, in your room obviously the staff and team be going crazy you've pivoted from uh produce to restaurants that does overnight you pivoted the business already had kind of a platform and stuff you tweaked probably the products got the, the copy out the door um and then got it out how did you go around i guess ramping up the, the marketing sort of efforts from that which um which got to you to where you are and to 
two hundred to thirty five thousand orders in, in seven days. Yeah. So I guess we're being blessed because um you know, there's been a lot of panic in New Zealand. Uh and uh, you know, blessed is the wrong word, but um yeah, the, the media is portraying a lot of information about complete stay in your house. And so that then is driving everyone to online activity. Um, in New Zealand, uh, you know, there's the meal solution companies like will tell you uh, what to cook and how to cook and here's your week planner. Um, some feedback I've got is they're, you know, 35%, one of them 35% above what they would do at Christmas time. Um, so they're at capacity. Um, the supermarkets have, have had, uh, you know, a major shakeup. Um, they sold 10 million, uh, the amount of food for 10 million people in one day. And obviously, for your listeners, New Zealand's about a 5 million uh, population. So in one day, they sold enough food for 10 million people. So everyone was panic buying and stocking up. Um, and so the activities that have been going on the supermarkets uh, in their online space has, you know, they've just been swamped, you know, uh, you know, two to three week waiting list to get no home order delivery. So that whole space was done for us. Um, what the sort of things I guess, you know, we've rolled through pretty quickly is, okay, email all our, our, um, our restaurants, say, look, guys, help us, help us out um, through this time, you know, we're trying to pivot, can we supply you personally at your homes? Um, we had a database from the existing company, you know, a lot of customers who, you know, had, had I guess, over the years, um, this is Foodbox's old company, um, had been in contact with Foodbox. So, you know, a big reach out to them. Um, and then, you know, just individual networks, uh, talking to connections who have their own, um, I guess, online businesses, et cetera, et cetera. So, that side of things actually hasn't been that hard. So to Ben's question, uh, you know, I guess we've done a little bit there. What's been the hard part is suddenly we've had to turn a 200 uh, order business into, you know, uh, last week was a thousand uh, a day. Uh, next week, as I said, uh, we've, we've, we look like we're doing a, um, you know, a whole range of activities for some large companies, which will equal 35,000 orders in a week. Um, and so the hard part is to, you know, you, we've got 60 drivers who would do the restaurant business trying to figure out how to turn them into home delivery customers, uh, driving out of trucks, you know, and we tried that day day one and two and realized, oh my God, that's not going to work. So we've now gone back to the courier companies who've got lighter vans and bits and pieces. And we're doing a mix of that. Um, how we're trying to get... Um, uh, you know, I guess the staff into, you know, picking standardized boxes in a line, um, you know, and, and also the link to all the suppliers who we're now having to call them to say, right, you're an essential service in New Zealand. We need you to produce, um, you know, 35,000 boxes, which we didn't have in our, in our warehouse this week, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. It's almost like you, you're going from, um, I mean, to scale that quickly, it's not like your technology and you just crank up a few different servers on AWS. You're talking about physical goods and products and logistics and human hands and whole supply. Like it's the complexities of that big of a jump from from 100 orders to 35,000 is it, it's it's an entirely different business. You're like having to create a Walmart distribution system in in, in a space of days, and and you're not and you're not even in the in the business. Yeah, I'm in the bed. 
Yeah, well, so in the last night callers, um, for me to go hunting to find, um, you know, a, a suitable warehouse that would be over two and a half thousand square meters that we can use only for this, the, 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 this, this time frame whilst we're in lockdown, so that with chillers, so that we can, uh, you know, have a packing line and, um, you know, get stuff in and, you know, do that. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm thinking. Down the lines, I originally thought freight forwarders because no planes are flying, but everyone's told me no, that they're jam-packed because they've got all the stock that everyone's loaded them up with, which, yes, they can't get out of the country, but there's no space there. So I'm in the headspace um, right now is, you know, um, produce pack houses and things like that, that it's not their season. Maybe it's the strawberry growers or the blueberry growers who have now finished for the season. So that's my job this morning. Um, yeah, it's all pretty, uh, pretty full on. But. I've just tagged you into um, uh, a buddy of mine uh, called Lloyd Budd. He works at Bailey's. He's head of, head of commercial. He's got his fingers in kind of every single pie. I've just tagged him and hopefully he, he might have um, some networks or something there that might be able to do right. it. Um, yeah. So Lloyd, if you're watching, sort your shit out. Help, help the boy John get two and a half thousand square meters <laughs> for a short term month to month lease in, um, in, yeah. in the Mount Will Be Mean. So yeah. uh, technology. Um obviously played a, a big part being able to switch over how do you this wouldn't have been possible if it was 10 years ago how are you feeling that technology has actually empowered your business through this time now uh well yes look i guess to to, to explain it behind the scenes we've got one a developer the poor guy who i don't know but he's been um uh you know he's just been constantly every minute of the day trying to do upgrades to the current system you know with within minutes we realized that we needed new servers and, and new bits and pieces so uh, you know i'm not so aware of uh you know i'm like the normal layman going well, why can't you just tick this box and do this and do that um but you know once you start to talk to the the techies you realize that it's uh well a, it's a specialized world but um behind the scenes you know, you move, you touch one thing and it affects something else and it does this and it does that. Um, yeah, there's no way we could have dealt, done this sort of stuff in the past. And we are very fragile, you know, talking to mm. my uh, my internal IT guy, he goes, oh my God, at any second this thing could blow up. So we've had to, um, you know, stop things and do maintenance. And, and that was that big point. We had to basically go less traffic, let's stop the customization and, um, you know, just streamline it in the short term. And, and that's... That's been a little bit dis well disappointing is the wrong word. That's a little bit unfortunate because we had the two hundred customers already who were used to that business. Now we're basically saying, "Sorry, guys, we're now telling you what you got to get." Um, but you know, New Zealand, I guess at the moment, because of the nature of what's happening, is um, you know, there's there's a bit of araha out there. There's a bit of um, you know forgiveness and love and whatever. And so as soon as we explain, hey guys, we are trying to feed. A whole lot of people who maybe aren't allowed to leave their house. They're, you know, they're they've got they've got potential higher risk high risks. Um, you know, you kind of get a bit of support. So, um, um, yeah, I guess those are the sort of things. I think the other thing that is interesting um, is once you start to do this, you actually need to uh, you know create um, the communication connection to the to the people at the same time. So we've had to set up a customer care center um, that's answering, you know, all the emails, all the phone calls that go with 
um, such a, a drastic change. You know, when's my order coming? I placed it two days ago. Um, you know, can I not? I'm gluten free. Can I have gluten free pasta? You know, all those sorts of things, which means that um, as we look forward to the future, the, the, the tech world, which we always think is going to save a whole bunch of jobs, which it obviously does, um, is replaced by a whole area where, you know, we've employed or looking to employ 15 people in a call center, um, which, you know, the last week we didn't have, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. What do you think the impact this is going to have in the next, you know, six, 12 months for the New Zealand hospitality trade? Obviously, we're going to be on lockdown for the next month or so, or whatever. Um, when it pops back up, do you think it will just pop back and straight rebound? Do you think it will, like how big of a impact do you think this has actually made to the, to the entire ecosystem and to, to get back to where it was, if not stronger than before? Well, there's the hope and then there's probably a little bit of the, the, the concern. Um, you know, the hope is that we do bounce back, that people are going to want to, uh, you know, actually spread their wings um, and, you know, I, I guess get out there, go and get their morning coffee and do all that sort of stuff. So that's the hope. What does that uh, look like for, um, you know, the viability of a lot of places? It, it'll be interesting. I mean, obviously, it really comes down to the support that they're going to get from their landlords, you know. And, uh, if the landlords are, you know, are not mortgaged up, um, you know, maybe they'll give a bit more credit to their, you know, long-term, you know, um, tenants to say, hey, look, I'll give you a rent holiday or defer your rent or do whatever to help support you because I want you to come back into the into the fold again. So there'll be some that, that work. Um, there'll be some some of the larger guys who probably can handle um, a bit of stuff um, better than, you know, the smaller guy who's living hand to mouth. You know, we've just been a little bit unlucky that we've just had, uh, you know, GST and provisional taxes. So that's just come through at the end of February. Um, you know, there's always a marginal bunch of people in the hospitality game who are, who are always, you know, always, uh, I guess, um, as I say, you know, living hand to mouth, it's a bit of a tough, tough game in that world. Um, but the hope is, I guess, uh, as I say, that we will get back there as soon as possible. Um, yeah, I don't know. You just, it depends who you talk to. What do you think? I think that if, if we get onto it quick and it opens back up for business by the time we hit next summer and the world finally gets to be able to move around again, everyone's going to want Northern Hemisphere escapism from a cold winter. And if we're open for business and we're ready to rumble, it could be amazingly massive, ridiculously busy as shit summer as long as um, New Zealand gets some cheap flights to get people come in and it could be crazy. It's my pick. Mm. Mm. But it, it's... Yeah, so it's... So go for it. Now, so cut over you there. No, you're right. Oh, go yeah, for it. Okay. Yes, I look after, I, I look after the international business for um, uh, the produce company, uh, produce company international, and uh, we've got a brand of uh, offices called Eat the Kiwi, where we um, export New Zealand food to, um, you know, in essence, our own flagship uh, distribution businesses in uh, in different places. And, and uh, we've got an office in Shanghai talking to our GM uh, the other day, and he said, look, 50% uh, of the businesses have come back to work, 25% uh, uh, capacity um, over the number he's talking about. He's 
saying those places that have come back to work have you know got tables that are a little bit spread apart and you know the people are slowly easing back in so that's a positive um in samoa and vanuatu where we've got offices um they haven't got a case yet so they've shut the borders and i hope like you know like everyone does that that, that will carry on um and if that does carry on and they go through the 14-day phase um with no sign they're probably likely to open up all their restaurants and so their their economy will you know start from a local basis and that's probably what will happen in new zealand too i would say if we can um you know get back to a a space where we can open up locally first i think that's going to happen and then yeah that international travel and tourism yeah, look, we will be on a roadmap for people, um, uh, you know, like we were. It's just going to be a, a slow burn. You know, I live in, in a place called Piha, and our cafe, um, Piha Caf, has, has closed, um, uh, you know, and obviously prior to that, he was saying, look, I'm going to have to go to um, one, one to two two days trade because the local trade doesn't support you know what i normally have i normally have a tourism trade so um i guess there'll be people reinventing themselves we might go to you know to smaller hours uh, certain days opening for a fair few places um but you know we've all got to eat and we all uh, like to be socially connected so you know restaurants and cafes are all places that um you know we we want to we want to go to right no, totally. Well, the um, I'm just going to bring the site back up here again. Uh, so it's foodbox.co.nz. Um, you've kind of got the four combos there, the feed two, feed two veg, just feed four and just feed six. Um, and then uh, delivery-wise, where can you get in New Zealand? You're saying all in North Island, then down to Christchurch. Is that right? Sorry, you hear me, mate? Yeah, oh, sorry, you were cutting out a bit. I, I got to the point that uh, delivery through the North Island, yep. Um, so we originally were just an overnight delivery, but with the pressure, we've basically uh, said, look, give us 48 hours. But um, in essence, we can uh, take an order, uh, pack it the next day, and then uh, it gets delivered by NZ Post um, all around the North Island, other than rural delivery. Uh, and we also have that service running down to Christchurch. Um, but as this thing plays out, you know, we're obviously looking at, uh, you know, how we can get destinations as well. Um, there's a proliferation of other companies who are frantically trying to turn themselves into um, home delivery businesses. Um, so, you know, we're seeing this um, you know, happening day by day. More companies are trying to come in and, and obviously get into that area because, you know, obviously that's a, a really important thing for the people of news day isolated as best as they can and get deliveries if uh, especially if they've got that um uh you know the concerns about their health um and yeah so we're on the journey mm. same as a lot of people and hope like you know hope like anything that this thing does finish soon and that we get back to a, a normal uh economy and life and all that sort of things like everyone else no, totally, man. Well, look, Joe, I really appreciate the time for those who are checking out uh, foodbox.co.nz. Uh, and congrats again on such a massive, um, crazy pivot in such a short time. And it's a, a, absolutely nuts, but I really appreciate your time today. No worries. Thanks. And uh, yeah, go well, everyone. Awesome. Uh, there's the bro, uh, John Stokes from uh, uh, foodbox.co.nz. You can check it out there. Um, 
Very cool, very mega. Um, interesting to see the pivots that people are making in a small business so fast, so quick. And he, he's done it um, <laughs> in isolation in a little prison cell uh, room at his house. So it's, it's pretty amazing to see what can be done. A uh, few more things coming up today again, Tim. If you've got any more questions or people you'd like me to interview, feel free to reach out, uh, let me know, and I'll more, be more than happy to try and track them out and do it. Uh, the goal of all this is to leverage my Rolodex to help share some of the thinking and stuff to everyone else and hopefully if that um, helps you that will be a-okay with me uh, i'll see you at the next one team peace